What if I told you that God could be seen in the most ordinary things every day? That if we just took a break from the busyness of our lives to just stop and look around, to consider the things that we encounter all the time and overlook, the lessons that we would learn from our children and in our homes, our families, what if I told you that everyday ordinary events could teach us extraordinary eternal truths? Would you believe me? Welcome to the Set Your Mind Above podcast, where everyday ordinary events teach us extraordinary eternal truths. I'm your host, BJ Sype, and I'm so glad that you've tuned in today. I'm excited to share my life and my faith with you, and I sure hope that you'll do the same with me along the way. Well, we are nearing the end of our visit with our friends Kevin and Erica and their son William, and since we only had a few days left, we wanted to block out an entire day to go see an attraction that they've been excited to visit, the Ark Encounter, located in Williamstown, Kentucky. For those of you who are unaware of what this is, Ken Ham and his team at Answers in Genesis have created a life-sized replica of the ark that Noah built as recorded in the book of Genesis. You likely grew up hearing stories about the ark and the great flood that took place so long ago. Walking through this exhibit gives you an entirely different perspective on so many levels. Well, three levels, actually, (laughs) as you weave your way back and forth through the ark and learn all kinds of fascinating things on the three decks of the ark. So many things are factual in nature and what they present, and many other things they have taken artistic license with, admittedly, to speculate about how things could have been. One thing is for certain. You leave there both humbled and encouraged by this great and terrible event thousands of years ago. Aside from the Ark itself, there is a small zoo, a zip line, a theater where videos are shown or live lectures are held, and some great eats also. I would encourage everyone to take your families and visit this attraction at some point. And if you do happen to be in the area, give me a holler because I'd love to be able to link up with you and hear about your experience. There are many things that commanded my attention while we walked through the Ark again, and The one thing that I always come back to is the door to the ark. Standing directly in front of it, you can't help but admire the great size of this door. It's huge, like something you would see on a castle. And yet when you stand back and admire the ark from a distance, it's very small in comparison. While of course there are many entry points to the ark exhibit itself, I mean you don't actually go through that door, to get in, uh, when Noah built the ark as instructed by God, there was only one door. And that door served a dual purpose, both that of salvation and judgment. For years, Noah preached to the people, begging for them to repent and turn back to the creator that they had rejected in their lives. And yet, not a single person would heed his words except his own family. Noah, his wife, his three sons, and their wives would all enter through that door to the ark. And once they had done so, 
God shut the door. For Noah's family, entering through the door meant their salvation. But for the rest of mankind, God shutting the door meant their destruction. Once the floodwaters came, it would be too late, and they could not get on the ark so as to be saved. So it was not just a door, but a representation of so much more. I stood in front of the door reflecting on these things, and then I began to think about how we all have been given this same choice in our own lives. We stand in front of a door, and we must decide whether to enter through it or not. And that door is Jesus. In his ministry as recorded by the Apostle John, Jesus would make the following statement. He would say, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. John chapter 10, verses 7 through 10. Just as God would bring judgment upon a world that was overrun with sin in the days of Noah, so God will bring judgment upon us because of our great wickedness as well. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And the wages of our sin is death. This is a verdict that we have brought upon ourselves. And God is just in bringing judgment upon us. And yet, we are not without hope. Just as Noah preached a message of salvation, begging them to enter through the door, so we now preach a message of salvation, calling the lost to come to Jesus. If you believe this message and obey the gospel of Jesus Christ, you can be saved from the dreadful fate that awaits you otherwise. There are several applications that we should reflect on in understanding this parallel. First, there is only one door. Jesus would say also that I am the way, the truth, and the life that no one comes to the Father except through me, John chapter 14 and in verse 6. The only way that we can be saved is through Christ. Not all roads lead to heaven, nor can we place our faith in any other religious leader or man that has ever walked this earth. As Peter would declare to the Sanhedrin council in Acts chapter 4 and verse 12, there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Second, there are no second chances. At the end of your life, you will stand before Christ in judgment. If you are not found in him, he will not open the door again. In death, the door is shut, and those who are found in Christ will be saved, but those who die outside of Christ will be lost. 
In 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 9 through 10, it says that those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus will suffer the punishment of eternal destruction. Away from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of His might, when He comes on that day to be glorified in His saints and to be marveled at among all who have believed, because our testimony to you was believed. Today, Jesus stands before you both as the Savior and the Judge. Will you enter in through Him? Or will you be lost because of your unbelief? I beg you, as Noah begged a people so long ago, enter through that door. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Tune in Tuesdays through Fridays as a new podcast episode will be uploaded each day. Also, be sure to follow the Facebook page for the Set Your Mind Above podcast for future announcements and weekly video sessions that are uploaded on Saturdays. As you have the opportunity, share these thoughts with your friends and family and share with me what important lessons you are learning from everyday, ordinary events. Until next time, know that I love you, that God loves you, and may we all, each and every day, set our minds above.